Hello everyone and welcome to a very special Christmas edition of the Danger Club podcast. Oh, it's Christmas! It is the month of December. It means it is cold, it means it is festive, it means it is fun, and it means that we are playing a weird indie RPG from the UK, which has weirdly become our tradition every year now that we do this. Uh, And this year, we are not going to be playing um, uh, Goblin Quest like we did last time. This year, we are going to be playing Come Dice With Me. Uh, It's an RPG by Kieran Gillen, who you will know as the author of The Wicked and the Divine, uh, and Phonogram, and X-Men, and loads of other things, and the author of the wonderful Die RPG. He's written loads of stuff, and he's written an RPG based on the incredibly colloquially British TV show Come Dine With Me, which is a programme where uh, people from regional areas around the UK throw dinner parties for each other. Strangers throw dinner parties and then score each other on how well those dinner parties went, and it is is very very strange you may know the american version of it american thunder supper um or you may know the japanese version of it where 50 people all try and serve each other dinner on a bouncy castle while being pelted with water balloons um <laughs> that it is a tried and tested format but we are not going to play any of those versions we're going to play the galarian version we're going to play the danger club version we've Amazing. got the entire crew here colin hubbard how you doing I'm all right, thank you, Dan. How are you? I'm great. I'm well excited about this. This is I like these silly games. Um, drum and bow skill, the king what of up? silly games. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. You know, um, I'm getting into the Christmas spirit. We've been doing Grinchy stuff. Getting into the Grinch, man. You read the Grinch? I, I, I'm familiar with the Grinch. Like yeah, this. yeah. I, I wasn't. It was not a family like thing that we had when I was a kid. But um, we've been getting into it uh, here in our house. We had a Grinch trail to go on round in Hartford, uh, where there were little clues and stuff. And um, so we read the book beforehand. We watched the films and stuff. And man, it is uh, it is it's an awesome tale, man. I'm um, I'm well up for it. I'm just bigging up the Grinch. Big up Grinch. Big up Doctor Zeus. Big up Grinch. Yeah. Grinch marathon. Speaking of the Grinch, James Lockhart, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I've also been getting in the Christmas spirit early uh, in uh, inimitable style by all drinking mulled wine. Um, I have already one bottle under my belt and another one ready to go. Though not was that today. just That's this morning, morning, James? Yeah, was that, that was this morning. Like, Breakfast of Champions. <laughs> yeah, Breakfast of Champions, everyone. <laughs> Smash back and mulled wine. That's not where you're supposed to put mulled wine under your belt. You're supposed to drink it, silly. Every year I'm a form of sort of Christmas crime avenger and I go out on the streets with uh, bottles of mulled wine under my belt, just sort of, you know, writing wrongs and uh, jingling my bells. <laughs> the the original Christmas crime avenger wearing wearing are you wearing a cape again? Scott Wilson Besgrove, welcome to the show. Are you wearing like your fur mantle? Hello. This is my faux fur gilet. And sometimes I wear it when I get when I get in a fantasy mood. Sometimes I wear it around the house. Sometimes I wear it for special guests. They tell me to take it off, and I do so. It's nice to be here. I uh, I I I've actually read The Wicked and the Divine by Kieran Gillen. It's amazing. I love it. I just wanted an opportunity to bring big that up. It's a great um, series. It's a wonderful thing about gods who die. Um, yeah. But I remember you suggested. Nice 
you suggested it to me scott and uh, and i literally i'm a pretty slow reader but i whizzed through it man yeah. it was insanely engaging i actually caught up with it and like by the time he was just he was just right in the last couple of episodes i'd got there in order to like read them live which was awesome yeah he's good man <clears throat> i love it it's it's a tremendous one and of course speaking of things that are both divine and wicked ross harmston welcome to the show <laughs> Hello, my jingle bells are warming by an open fire at the moment. Uh, so yeah, yeah. How does that affect affect the uh, the pitch of the bells? Does it? Uh, uh, I yeah, it increases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd imagine so. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> We Excellent. can't listen to them. We can't Tweeters. listen to them. Tweeters. We're not going to jingle them. You should know, Ross. You should know Tweeters that because your jingle bells. bells are warming by your fire. Tubular bells. Uh, I'd, I'd like to hear your bells, your jingle bells, please. Okay, hold on. Hold on. There you go. <laughs> Did you hear them? You should no. like put a sound effect in there, Ross. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. No, you just they're, they're, It's like white noise, or it's like only bells that dogs can hear. Um, cool. yeah. You've got me. jingly dog bells. <laughs> you should see my front door is being poured out by oh. all the. It's all whistles, the... dog whistles, not dog bells. <laughs> let's go. Let's play this game. Oh, Grinch. Let's get yeah, involved. Sure. All I want for Christmas is for Colin to have extra editing work. So I'm glad that went <laughs> in there. Let's play. Come yeah. dice with me. Uh, Welcome to the hottest cooking show slash dinner party hosting show slash weird British um, life show in all of Galarian. We begin our story with the camera panning away from the city of Absalom and panning up to the Five Kings Mountains to a great mountain range where there are huge statues of dwarves everywhere. And we pan down to the great city of Highhelm built into the side of one of those great mountains. Uh, in through a small crag in the rock to a great underground city. Dwarves going about their business, forging arms and armour, going around uh, doing dwarf things with pickaxes, singing. They've all got snow <laughs> white they've all got that everyone's got a human lady that does their cooking for them Uh, (laughs) this is all canon we're adding all of this into our game Um, and we panned out one particular smithy where there is a dwarf with a red beard stood there and we cut to an interview who is the first host of come dice with me hello my name's fulton battlestone uh i'm a Smithy by trade. Well, my father wants me to be a, uh, a smithy, but I don't. I want to do adventure. But uh, uh, this is my house. Uh, it's attached to uh, a smithy. Uh, this is the Battlestone Smithy right here. That's my dad's uh, smithy. Hello. Uh, uh, come in. We go into the uh, we go into the smithy and we have a little look around. Uh, Fulton, what does what does it look like inside Fulton's house? Uh, inside, you uh, is uh, it's there's lots of weapons hanging on the wall and there's lots of um, um, animals that you'd find in the uh, under well in the in the mountains. Um, uh, they've they've all been stuffed. Okay, uh, on, not the, just yeah, there's they're, they're not like live on the wall. Uh, so they're like yeah, there's stuffed animals on the wall. Uh, lots of weapons. Uh, there's like a little section in the kitchen that's just got some hanging meat. Um, there's just hanging meat all in the kitchen. Um, 
and yeah, it's it's very homely. There's a there's a little fireplace. There's a picture of uh, his three brothers um, and his mum and dad as well on the mantelpiece. Uh, there's some socks, like some dirty socks, uh, attached to the um, mantelpiece. Uh, one of them's crudely uh, written on them. It says Fulton on one of the socks. Um, it's a bit wet underneath, like by the toes. It looks, it looks like there's something in it, and it's dripping from the uh, from the sock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is the most uh, you description hit- you've ever given on this podcast and it's for your <laughs> disgusting socks <laughs> and you hear like in the background you hear lots of like um dinging dinging you know dinging of uh of, <laughs> of, of bells of warming by a fire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. only the dogs can hear it yeah yeah well this yeah. sounds exciting do you think that uh, do you think that your guests are going to enjoy your meal uh, I I do think so. Uh, hopefully, I've made enough that they would really like it, and they're my friends. So if they don't, uh, we'll probably have a joke and a jeep. Excellent. Well, then I'd say Fulton Battlestone. Let us see your menu. So Ross is going to share Fulton's menu uh, with his guests now, and we're going to find out what their opinions are on them. Let's uh, let's start. By moving over to where Caragor Wanfang um, is sat under a tree, um, or perhaps somewhere else, uh, add in your tr- add in trees to your narrative. We go to Caragor Wanfang, who is looking at the menu and contemplating the starter. Caragor, how do you feel about this? Uh, well, um, it's an interesting uh, menu, really. It's one of the more, more diverse I've seen so far. Uh, this. It, I'm struggling on the pronunciation, I think. I don't know if this is maybe Elvish, uh, perhaps, or if it's a, it's a certain type of dwarven dialect. Um, I'm going to give it a go. Nibbles, I think, is what is what that says there. And I'll, I'll, correct me if I'm wrong, I might have I might have offended some dwarves in the distance. Maybe it's the ones that are dinging over there. Maybe it's the ones that are, um, are the smithy. Or the smiths. I'm never sure which one which one is which. But um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds nice. It sounds crunchy. Uh, it sounds quite active, which I like in my food. Just in we- the background, you can hear some dwarves going, Every day is like <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> also canon. Uh, we move across to Velda Kenblight, uh, who yes. is also looking at uh, a menu and is examining the main course. Velda, what are you making of the main course? Well, um... I mean, there's no surprises here, really. I've I've spent a long time travelling with um, Fulton. Uh, the main dish is meat a la pocket with pant mash. Um, now, obviously, we're all familiar with uh, his unfortunate sweaty meat uh, he's offered to me on, on a numerous, innumerable occasions. Um, pant mash is a new one on me. Um, sounds horrific. But, uh, you know, never mind. Maybe he'll have, have jollied it up with some home dwarven cooking or something. Uh, really fascinating to see the sort of, you know, the insides of uh, dwarven culture a bit more. Hmm. Um, good. <laughs> Meanwhile, somewhere else, Shania Rain uh, is examining the dessert that is on offer for this 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no. Okay, so this is all very pedestrian, you know. Uh, I've seen these things served at many dozen parties, and um, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of him. Yes, I'm going to win this competition. No one will beat me. Oh, yes. So you see, uh, look at this for the, for the dessert. He has shoe uh, cheese and crackers. Oh, come on, Fulton. You know, challenge me. Challenge someone. Challenge yourself. What do you think this is? Shoe cheese and crackers. We've all eaten your shoe cheese, and I, I make crackers for breakfast. So, so anyway, okay, good. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, this, this is no problem. I will knock him out of the water. Good. <laughs> I can't watch this. And finally, examining the uh, examining the menu and looking at the theme is Bubba von Hoops. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm seeing a, a theme here, MZ. I mean, y- you know, rest in peace to to your man, MZ. Uh, I don't really know what that theme's going to be. I mean, is the theme death? Is it, um, like, I, I don't know. Is it um, half-elves? I heard he was an half-elf. I'm excited, you know. Let's see. <laughs> Very good. We move. So in that case, it is now time for the dinner party. Um, what is what is Fulton dressed as? How is Fulton preparing for his uh, for his party? Uh, he has just got his axe in his hand, uh, <laughs> and that's it. Is that um, a euphemism? He he's he's dressed. He's not naked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not a given with you, Ross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, yeah, he's just holding his hand, and he seems like he's talking to it every now and again. But no, no one else, no, like the camera people, can't hear it or anything. It just sounds like he's talking to his axe. Amazing. Uh, is is he using the axe to help prepare the food? Or? Maybe. Maybe he might use it in the country <laughs> <in the laughs> Well, yeah. there is a. Uh, well, we see uh, a carriage pull up, uh, and stepping out of the carriage uh, is Caragor Onefang on his way towards the uh, towards the door. Uh, what is Caragor dressed as? How has he come? How's he got embraced the theme? Well, given that we're adopting the theme uh, of M Z, uh, Caragor has come dressed as M Z. So he's wearing like a hoodie um, with like a tunic underneath that says. Uh, my name is MZ, but he's written. He's had it written in Elvish, um, and uh, yeah, he sort of looks. It's like Caragor, except he looks a bit more pouty and a bit more like like Zoolander than ordinarily. Like trying to mimic <laughs> MZ's things, so he's sort of switching from side to side, and, and he sees. Normally, Caragor sees a lot, but this time he sees everything. Like Caragor's going out of his way to perceive everything around. Just kind of commenting under things half orc dressed in a hoodie um you go to arrive at the front door knock on the door uh, and fulton answers the door to you um to step inside the forge hello i am here Carriga. yep carragher yeah i'll do yeah how you doing mate you're right is there some kind of um uh customary thing where i've got a cross threshold or something like that uh yes you have to kiss my knob <laughs> I was, was going to say something more about like the, the race for the sky like no, maybe the, you have to the, chase me around the house and I have to come out a chimney or something like that no but. the doorknob it's customary oh I know Dwarven. you meant the doorknob it's still that was still a satisfactory amount of pause for you asking me to kiss your doorknob you couldn't have meant anything else could you Fulton Did- no of course not <laughs> he's like he, he's looking left and right like it definitely wasn't customary but he's, and he's sniggering right fine I'll, I'll- yeah Kiss, kiss it. 
I'll kiss your doorknob, but can you make can you make Velda get off with the letterbox, please? <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's do it. Caragol <laughs> <Do> you step <laughs> Do you kiss the doorknob? Yeah, Caragol kisses the doorknob. Yeah, he wants to be a good guest. Respect for other cultures. Very important. All right, you step inside, uh, and upon this promise being made, uh, you notice there is another carriage hot on the heels of yours. It pulls up, uh, and a uh, and a sylph steps out. Uh, Velda Kenblight, uh, how have you embraced the theme of the party? Uh, so stepping down from the carriage, uh, you see uh, Velda, and he's dressed in a stiff paper sort of... It looks like a kind of... Um, like a, like a ship's sail that he's uh, coloured quite shinily and it's got nine rings going down the front of it um, <laughs> because he's come as MZ's favourite weapon the nine ring broadsword uh, and he waddles <laughs> up the front path towards the door with gin in tow amazing right. knock on the door hello oh hey there Velda I like your outfit Thanks. Yes, um, I, I, I wasn't going to put much effort in, then I ended up putting lots of effort in. It seems to be a, a thing. Hey, mm. well, just make sure it doesn't rain on your way home, because it just turn into mash. Well, it, it but not pant then, mash, though, because that would be different. Yes. Uh, yes. So just before you come in, um, he looks at uh, Carragher. Carragher. Carragher's nodding. You have to... Uh, dwarven culture means you have to kiss the letterbox. What? Yeah, that's sorry, it's a dwarf thing. Kiss the letterbox? Yeah, that you, before you cross into the threshold of my uh, house. But I can't, but I can't bend down. This, this costume doesn't allow me to bend down. I, I don't know how I do that. Sorry. I, I didn't think about this sort of practicalities. I can barely eat. I can barely see. Um, oh, for goodness sake. Uh, he sort of awkwardly shuffles and sort of, uh, sort of bends down. You hear the cracking and creaking of paper. <laughs> And uh, he sort of, rather than kiss it, just sort of like taps it with his forehead. There we go. That's the best you're going to get. I've bent, I've bent one of my rings. All right, in you come. Oh, well, this is. Well, you nice. can't even make a perception check to find out if he's lying because we're only using d6. I know. So you can't the first thing I was going to do was going to be like, can I roll some kind of a check on Fulton's BS? But I can't yes. do that. Good. This is my chance. Oh, we're in the danger zone. Another carriage pulls up just in time to see Velda bending over to uh, to touch her foreheads with the um, uh, with the letterbox. And a, uh, a drow steps down from it. A female drow. Shania Rain, what, are you com- what have you come as? Well, you can't tell that she's a drow because she's whited up. So um, <laughs> she has. She, so she looks like, uh, you know, sort of more like a normal elf. And she strolls up to the door and says, Hello there! Yeah. Oh, Shania! Hello there! So you can see I am an elf like, like MZ was an elf. I know he's half elf, but I am like normal elf, yeah? And uh, Philippe steps out and uh, he's got an axe one of those things you put over your head and like there's, like, there's an axe in his head because um, that was the best he could <laughs> do to dress like up as an axe, axe. Like yeah 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 he's his uh, uh, axe MZ and I am normal MZ <laughs> ah thanks for coming uh, yeah. just before you come in you have to uh, kiss Philippe I have, to, I have to kiss Philippe. Uh, why? Why? Culture. Why? Dwarven culture. Oh well, it, it is drow culture. To when you come to someone's house for the new time, kicks him in the balls. She kicks him in the balls and walks in. <laughs> that is. Come on, Philippe. Absolutely. Let's go. Philippe looks heartbroken uh, and sadly follows you in. Um, just as Fulton is picking himself up off the ground. 
Um, in, in time for you to hear the voice of Fulton's father inside the house just go, what the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> um, you see another carriage pull up and a Tengu steps down from it. Bubba Von Hoops, what are you dressed as? Yeah, well, uh, I, I just thought I'd wear like um, a, a T-shirt and on it I've written an M as in like the letter M and then the letter Z. Because I didn't really know him. I don't know what he looked like. <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, hello, Bubba. Hello. Uh, just before you come in, uh, it's dwarven culture to rub my knockers. Well, yeah, all right. I'll rub his knockers and walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, no nonsense, walks in, sits down. So we're now going to go to serving. Everyone is gathered um, in your various outfits around the table. It's time for Fulton to serve his first his first dish. So Fulton, your first dish is what? Yeah, I need you to pronounce it for me. Uh, it is uh, nay nibbles. Nay nibbles. So Fulton, you are in the kitchen preparing it. The first thing I need you to do is to roll one d six, and we're going to see how well the cooking went. <laughs> three. A three. Yes. Something small has gone wrong with cooking the nibbles. Um, Drum, what small thing has gone wrong with cooking the nibbles? Uh, well, let's see. Um, oh, uh, something, uh, something that wasn't supposed to go into it went into it. So, like, not another ingredient. Like, you know, maybe, like, uh, I don't know, a, a toenail or, or a fingernail. Or, like, you know what I mean? Something sort of dropped into he, when he was mixing stuff up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, something nasty nice. went in there. Something small. We have all <laughs> eaten at Drummond's house. I should <laughs> <laughs> all right so ross tell us how fulton is preparing his uh, meal with something unexpected going in uh so he he takes off his backpack um he opens it up and starts picking things out of the backpack and putting them on a sort of slate um uh he puts down one cherry tomato a bit of lint um a peanut one singular peanut uh, a raw egg so sort of he is just an egg just an egg on 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 there uh so it's wobbling from left to right and then he also puts some trail rations but as he's doing this he accidentally because uh, he keeps his toenail clippings in his backpack and he accidentally puts some toenail clippings on on the slate as well uh and then brings them out okay <laughs> nay nibbles how are you all uh, oh yeah. Well, um, the, uh, <clears throat> do we do we have to pick one, or can we take some of every? Si- what? Caragor goes. Thanks, mate. These look really good, and like chows down <laughs> three of them straight away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're gonna. F- uh, we're going to find out how much everyone likes them uh, as you you taste them in, in any sense. I would like everyone is going to roll one d six um, for every uh, for everything about them. Um, that if you so all of you have got some things that your characters dislike you've got a list of things you dislike if you have any of those um, you are going to subtract one from your role for each of those that are featured in it um, if there's anything new you want to add that your character dislikes you can subtract one um, on that um, so you're going to roll your if your total is higher than you got three didn't you Ross yes okay so if your total is equal to or higher than three uh, then your character liked the meal and the more over three it is the more they liked it if it's under three 
they did not like the meal. <laughs> um, so we pan around the uh, the table, looking at uh, everyone's reactions. Um, how is Caragor reacting to the food? Um, uh, Caragor's like nodding and chowing it down. Uh, you see him thoughtfully running it over, and then he um, reaches up and he sort of like tugs at his fang, and he, and he just picks out a toenail from between his fang. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was I was having a great time, Fulton, and I think the um, next time, and he points a toenail at Fulton. Next time. Use fingernails instead, all right? They cook down a lot better in the sauce that you're using rather than toenails. They'll stay quite firm. Aye. <laughs> um, we move over to Velda, who is uh, looking at his food. Uh, Velda's face is a mask of, of just <clears throat> barely disguised horror. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, he just pushes the, the egg sort of disconsolately around the slate and then just sort of pulls his finger back. And doesn't eat anything. <laughs> oh, how is Shania reacting to the food? Well, she's eating it. Um, she wants to like it, but she doesn't. Um, uh, she's wondering. Uh, she she turns to Fulton and says, uh, "What exactly are these? These? Do, um, uh, do, do, uh, what, what is this? Dwarven nibbles, of course." Okay, uh, great. Thank thank you. Um, I think I've had enough. Uh, and finally Bubba Bubba's uh, munching away and he just oh this is lovely isn't it this is lovely and then can we go to a talking head this was fucking awful (laughs) (laughs) in Fulton's brother's bedroom his brother's still sitting there at the side not knowing (laughs) why they're using it for filming (laughs) yeah furious all right clear the plates Time for the main. Fulton heads to the kitchen to start repa- start preparing it. But while they are preparing it, um, you have a chance to have a little look around the house. And one of you has found an unexpected item um, in the house that you have brought back. Um, which of you? Which of you has an item that they've found in Fulton's house? Caragor uh, has found an item uh, lying around. So as Fulton comes back uh, to check in, Caragor. Um, what would you like to produce for him? Just found these um, these two pairs of what I believe to be gnome shoes, and uh, <laughs> this pair of uh, I think these are, these belong to a to a to a bigger person, perhaps maybe a, a horror like myself. Um, there's another pair of shoes. There was about I'd say there were about perhaps oh twenty eight pairs of shoes. I think anyway. Which is odd. Fulton, why have you got 28 pairs of shoes just lying about your house? It's some kind of collection. It's quite morbid in a way. Uh, oh, okay, you got me. You know, back in the day, I don't know why I've turned bloody Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I remember when I talk about my shoes. Come on now, Fulton. <laughs> you used, used to get fish and chips and toppers back in day. Well... Uh, we did that thing where we said we were going to, uh, uh, you know, you said, oh, I bet you can't find like 28 pairs of shoes. And then I said, oh, I bet you can't find a dragon. And so I've been collecting them. And I've also got a thing for sh- for feet as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cannon. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness! Can we can we please have a cutaway to a talking heads with somebody reacting to that? 
who wants to take his talking head? Sure. Shania. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew I had to sing for his feet. He was always looking at my feet. Whenever I changed my shoes, <laughs> whenever I clipped my nails, always looking at the feet. I knew it. <laughs> now I have him. <laughs> uh, I remind you that these episodes are canon. Um, <laughs> Fulton is preparing the main meal. Can we please roll a d6 to see how it goes? Two. It's a two. It goes exactly as planned. What has Fulton served for the main meal when he brings it out to everyone? Um, he has start. Uh, he's brought out some um, pocket meat or meat a la pocket um, that he's been uh, aging for the last uh, sort of year in his pocket. Um, he's put them on a slate again, uh, just strips of uh, meat, um, and on the side. Um, you see him in the kitchen. Uh, he puts he puts a ladle down in his pants. Uh, and then scoops out some uh, mashed potato, uh, and then dumps it on the slate, uh, and uh, <laughs> and then brings it out to everyone. There oh. you go, pant mash and pocket meat. Oh, sorry, pocket a la uh, meat a la pocket. Sorry. I mean. I mean, it has gone exactly to plan. Uh, no one could say this wasn't Fulton's plan all along. As you all tuck in, please roll a d6 to see if you like it. If you get a two or higher, you will like this meal. Depending on whether there are any uh, any modifiers for it, uh, Caragor, what do you think of the uh, of the main Caragor's meal? Caragor's like slavering and drooling. He's just like yeeting it down his throat. He's <laughs> like, it's just, and you've really concocted the juices better than normal, and and it's it almost tastes like it was cooked in like a, maybe a clay pot or something. Because I can, oh, the aromas and the aftertaste, mate. Like it's just, it's like it's you compacted it in the toes this time, and really and really melted it down. It feels like all the feet citrus has really really got got in there. Oh, oh, can I have yours? I immediately start putting point your Velda's. You're finishing that. You're going to eat that. You're going to eat that. Uh, Velda's actually sort of gingerly eating his um, sort of, you know, it's sort of a bit, the, the mash is a bit earthy, um, sort of got sort of like sort of rustic undertones, um, but the meat's actually not too bad. Uh, surprising because I hate pocket meat. I hate it. Um, but um, yes, maybe calling it something a la pocket, eh, not bad. Um, you, you can finish that off if you want, Caracol. He pushes his plate. Thanks, <laughs> Bubba's sitting there just going, Oh, it's lovely this, and it? Oh, it's so lovely this. And then we cut away to him going, Oh, it was fine. <laughs> it was average. Fulton's brother's like, Get out of my room. Um, no, look, mate, I'm, I'm trying I'm, to do a talking head here. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm presuming it's not the dead brother. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> just propped up. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just Fulton loves his ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. He, loves, he loves a ghost. Um, Shania, how's that? How Shania feel about? Uh, that? Well, so Shania, Shania is eating it um, diligently. She looks horrified, horrified on her face, <laughs> but she's eating it and then cut away to a talking head. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> It was really good. It was really, really good. I, 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 I don't know what to say. I, I just, I couldn't stop eating it. It was so delicious. I, I, I've been surprised by this. I've been surprised. That's well, it. you're going to be surprised even more because it's time for some entertainment as Fulton comes back out of the kitchen to announce his entertainment for everyone. Okay, everyone. So I have put some entertainment on. As you know, I do some uh, uh, teaching uh, 
in the in the Smithy School for the kids. And uh, I've got uh, a little surprise for you. So come outside. Uh, he gestured you to come outside of the uh, of his house. <coughs> None and, of us do. Um, we all stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. rob you. Uh, there are uh, twenty uh, little children um, all standing there in sort of uh, in a line. Uh, and then he goes, and a one, and a two, and a three, and they all start going. Bang, bang, bang. We all bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. We all bang. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get through the Just song. Ended, yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect <laughs> as it Why is. Why are they crying, Fulton? <laughs> Why are they all crying? What have you done to this chorus? What, what's the rest of the song? I mean, I <laughs> Uh, we don't need to hear it. It's great. I love it. Must be the air down here in these mountains. Uh, they all, Imagine yeah. children just sing that and then start crying, and that's the end. <laughs> there you go. Christmas. There you go. Uh, he chucks them a gold piece each. Um, <laughs> so he chucks them twenty gold pieces. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there you go. See you later, you little scamps. And that's the entertainment. The children run away with a fortune. Um, it's about a hundred dollars worth of uh, money that they've uh, each got there. They all run off to uh, put themselves through college. Uh, how, how does everyone feel about the entertainment? There's no dice roll on this. It's all up to you. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, it was interesting. Uh, a little bit short, um, but I suppose it was quite quaint. No Shania is clapping and uh, and smiling and clapping and smiling. Cut away to um, to the to the talking head and ha! I am back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally, it is time for dessert. Fulton heads back into the kitchen to prepare his final course. Um, Fulton, go ahead and give me a die roll, please. One. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it is. Perfect. Uh, what has Fulton served to everyone when he brings it out? Uh, so this is quite a big one. So he's taken quite a while to uh, those twenty-eight shoes that you found, uh, Caragor. He starts to put on the table individually. Um, uh, you take a look inside each of the uh, different twenty-eight shoes, and you see at the bottom some um, congealed, uh, sort of yellowy thing at the bottom uh, um, and then he, come, he comes out and he brings some crackers as well they're water biscuits so they're you know quite light um, to go with the to go with the shoe, the 28 different types of shoe cheese uh, that he has uh, there you go shoe cheese and crackers it's, I couldn't think of a name for it so I just said uh, it's just shoe cheese just, there's 28 different types though Fantastic. What are the types? Well, there's Gnomish. Uh, that one's a halfling. Just uh, a halfling. That That's one. not just not the cheese. You just cut up a halfling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aye, aye. And that one's me da. That one's me bra. <laughs> so there's four types of cheese. <laughs> no, that one's... <laughs> that one's the man down the road named Steve. Uh, and yeah... So enjoy! Steve the Dwarf. (laughs) 
You all settle in to try some of the shoe cheese. I mean, there's a lot of different varieties of it, so uh, you, there's a good yeah. chance you're going to like any of them. Because uh, if you roll a one or higher on your d6 and it's not affected by any modifiers, then there's a good chance you're going to like this cheese. Um, as we go around the table and look at uh, everyone's reactions for it, um, how is Caragor reacting to the cheese? Caragor's like inhaling it out the shoes like he's just like yeah grip oh yeah oh yeah last one um and uh every time he does he just uh when he gets a particularly loud bite out of some chew cheese he just snaffles one of the shoes into his bags to steal from fulton (laughs) (laughs) uh bubba's saying oh it's lovely isn't it this is so lovely and then it goes to a talking head oh it was so lovely (laughs) Mikael maroon um, do you know nice, quite nice. <laughs> Brothers having some as well. Yeah. I brought you some cheese, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yes, now I was under the misconception that shoe cheese was uh, a rather sort of bland uh, sort of flavour, but um, I've got to say, these are quite, uh, this is quite good. Yeah, the father's cheese is quite good, but this Steve one, this well, I don't know what he's been doing. I'd, it's so it's so ripe and so creamy, and uh, and it's really, look at the veins in it. It's very, it's very, it's very satisfying. The water biscuits are nice. <laughs> Uh, Shania is uh, slowly but surely trying every single cheese, a tiny little bite of every single cheese. And each time she tries one, um, uh, sort of um, uh, her eyes glow with a little bit more respect. And as she gets to the last one, she finally smiles and looks at Fulton. Well played. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely fantastic. Time for the carriages. Carriages pull up. Um, and you make your way out uh, of Fulton's house and make your way back home where it is time for some scores. Time to sum up and time to see how we uh, how they thought of the evening. Um, start off with Caragor in his carriage. Is this out of ten? It's out of ten. Yes. Purely Caragor's. And a bit of a review sure, of the evening. Okay. Um, well, and Caragor's just like reclining in his carriage. He's not used to the fancy life. Um... Well, uh, I'm not going to lie, Fulton's food was cracking, it was well good. Um, I could eat that, it's good, good fare, that is. Um, good, decent, simple, honest fare with some earthy, humble tastes in it. Um, the entertainment, I'm not going to lie, um, was uh, fucking terrifying, and it's going to haunt my sleep <laughs> for about a week or two. I'm going to have to hunt prey on my own dreams to get them, I think. But um, overall, I'd give Fulton a decent eight. Next up, Velda. Uh, well, do you know what? I'll be honest. I had grave trepidations about this evening. Um, and, um, you know, Fulton was as, as um, well, rustic as ever. Um, but I actually rather enjoyed the meal. It was it was quite good, except for the the first course was dreadful. And the entertainment was, um, yes. So I'll give it a solid six. Six. It's not a bad score. Shania. Well, I, I, I was not expecting this. Uh, he, has, he has pulled out some of the stops, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, I will still beat him. But, but uh, you know, he started badly, started terribly. Um, but then gradually he got better and better. That, those cheeses were exquisite. I, 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 need to, I need to talk to him about going into business or something. Because that was incredible. Um, and, and the main meal was, was very, very tasty as well. I, um, but, uh, of course, uh, the entertainment. 
children are not entertaining. No. Okay. So, um, uh, but uh, but overall, uh, I thought he did a lot better than I expected, and uh, I would give him a solid seven. Seven. Philippe holds up a picture of a banana. It doesn't count towards the scores officially. Um, and the final carriage is Bubba von Hoops. You know, I didn't have a really good time, to be honest. I, um, I must say, I mean, it was nice hanging out with everyone, but the food, the food, the first start was terrible. The mains were fine. The 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 best thing was the the cheeses, but even that wasn't great. Do you know what I mean? It was all right. I liked it, so I'm going to give him an average five. Oof, harsh. So we finally go back to Fulton, clearing down the plates. Uh, Fulton, how do you think your dinner party went today? Hey, I think it went well. I, you know, I showed them a bit of dwarven life. Uh, you know, I uh, explored the shoe cheese range, and I'm and I'm glad that the my new my new invention, the pant mash, worked as well. So <laughs> maybe I might try and do that. It's a bit just falls out of his leg, uh, just drips <laughs> down his leg. Uh, anyway, thank you. Uh, da- uh, my dad's coming back now, so you should probably leave. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, get out, get out, uh, yeah, run. <laughs> the camera <laughs> run outside. We pan away from the Five Kings Mountains to the end of our first episode uh, of Come Dice With Me. This episode is dedicated to the memory of Steve the Dwarf. Um, <laughs> join us next week for our next dinner party. Uh, our next one is going to be exclusive to our Patreon subscribers. So if you want to get our next episode, hop on patreon.com slash Podcast. Join the £5 tier. Go on, treat yourself. It's Christmas. And you can get the next four episodes of this ridiculous cooking show as we come back with another hero and play some more Come Dice With Me Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Oh, oh. Oh. Dog Bells. Oh.